Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, we doing good today? How we doing? Pretty good. I have been in a local lockdown for several weeks now because yes. I'm in Australia, and it seems yes. like unlike everywhere else cool in the world, Australia is still like, hey, the virus is still real. Let's do something about it. New Zealand, too. Yeah. Yeah, New and Zealand, too. I, I can't really complain because I am glad that at least are doing something. However, I'm, I've definitely reached that Groundhog Day mm, point mm-hmm. where I'm just getting a little mm. bit cuckoo mm-hmm. all up in here. Like I, I feel like somehow since the last time we met to read the Bible together, it's been both 100 years and two minutes. So I'm a little <laughs> it's bit... It's like, here we are again. Here we are. Yes, I'm a little bit lost in time and space Yeah, today. Yeah, I understand that. I understand. But I do appreciate that they're taking precautions and keeping you safe out there. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. And I suppose if... If there were to be a Groundhog's Day that you had to live over and over again, Drunk Bible Study Day would be the day to do it, right? A Groundhog's Day. That's an interesting way of putting it, Jace. A day in the life of a groundhog. <laughs> no, I mean the groundhog. When you say a groundhog's day, that makes it sound like a children's book that's all about a very lucky groundhog who just yes. has the best day of his life. Like, yeah. got all the nuts or whatever was, it is, grubs, yeah. whatever it is that groundhogs I don't eat. know what they get to eat. Yeah, I don't know. No one grabbed him in order to predict whether or not there's going to be mm-hmm. six more mm-hmm. weeks of winter. Like, no one... Everyone left him the frick alone. And it was just a real Groundhog's Day. (laughs) That's beautiful. I was trying to come up with a way to kind of make the day about which that movie is about into an adjective. You know, it's like the Groundhog's Day day. Maybe would have Groundhog Day day. Groundhog Day's day. I don't know how, I don't know a better way. It was Bill Murray's day. Yeah, it really was. Bill Murray's day. It just happened to fall on Groundhog's day. (laughs) Yes. But, you know, it's not really like (laughs) the Groundhog, he didn't even know his day was happening over and over again. That's true. Neither did anyone else. Well, so there you go. Maybe he did. Maybe that's like the conspiracy that the Groundhog, Punk's Tony Phil was doing it the whole time. Maybe he's the mastermind behind the day repeating. For sure. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm trying to remember what happened last time as usual. I see that there was a penis connection. Well, we tried to find the penis connection with the striking of one's thigh. Yes. That did happen. We we had the whole... Jeremiah was essentially locked up in prison, but he still did this complicated real estate transaction. Mm-hmm. Typical. In order to prove that Yahweh's like, don't worry. Still invest in the local economy, mm-hmm. even though everything's going to shit. Right. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. Right. <laughs> Yahweh is like, even if everything else is going down, the real estate market always goes up. That's yeah, I'm kind of like, there you go. <laughs> you can bet on that. Don't worry. You're losing money if you don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and also, yes, the amazing thing of the woman encompassing the man. And did that somehow, you know, in our bonus episode, they thought that that was Jesus again or something? Or it was like Israel returning to God? The Christians interpret that as. Jesus. It always is Jesus. We thought maybe it was just feminism, but no one, no one knows. Yeah. It's impossible to know. Yeah. Yeah. And where the heck was this city? It was somewhere. Did we find directions on it? Yes. Yeah. Well, Yahweh, Yahweh's predicting, like, don't worry, this is I'm gonna restore your city because everybody's in Babylon now. Yeah. Maybe not everybody, but all the important people. There's many now, yeah, you know, Israelite captives in Babylon. And now we've switched to the instead of talking about how bad it's gonna be for you, now I've switched to how good it's gonna be for you once I, Yahweh, yeah, free you from this situation that in theory I I put you in in the first place. But not all of you are going to make it. Only a special few who outlast well, and survive. Yeah, it's just because it's going to be 70 years from now. Yes. So it's not like picking and choosing. He's saying like everyone from all the ends of the earth are going to come back to our promised land. Mm-hmm. But in 70 years. So like most of you won't be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry about that. But your kids are going to love it. That's more the the vibe, yeah. Exactly. That's good. That's a good back to the future reference. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like Brady in the chat is pointing out we did have a lot of references how Yahweh's kind of both our dad and our husband, our dad's been yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, I hate it. Um, yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, what are y'all drinking? Dedeker, I see this like really fancy drink I and know. I want to I I know. I have real, a real cocktail today. This is what happens when somebody else is on the cocktail making labor uh. instead of me. I'm oh, did Alex a, make that for you? He did. Wow. Uh, I'm having just a classic margarita with some really nice like actual molten glass. salt flakes across the top and it is with Casamigos tequila which is George Clooney's tequila. Indeed. I have some George downstairs. Clooney, <laughs> who we have yet to cast in this film. <gasps> yeah. Oh, we need to uh cast someone. I don't know, like he's very dashing, George. Whoever is a very dashing man. Yeah. But he's old now, older. That's okay, he's still dashing. Yeah, I know. He's just, mm. he's an older man. So a dashing older man. Mm-hmm. Like Richard Gere maybe is. I haven't seen him in a minute, but George, <laughs> George Clooney I've seen. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just can't help but think about Richard Gere as anyone but David now. After we right, watched After that. we watched him God. in the film, yes. <laughs> when he after was, we watched him you dance. Know, 20 or something. Yeah, dancing around in his loincloth. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great, actually. <laughs> Jace, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking a Tricera Hops triple, I mean double IPA. It really should be triple, shouldn't it? It should, absolutely, <laughs> but that's a lot of hops. Wow. But yeah, it's a real, you know, punch in the mouth kind of a IPA, which is what I like. So What's the I'm, percentage? I'm it. Oh, I don't, I don't even know. I just mean that it's got that very, like, very hoppy, you know, coppery kind yeah. of intense flavor to it. Yeah. It's probably like 9% or something. It's probably a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's 8. 8%. Eight. Wow. There you go. Boy. Wow. I'm really partying over here. Heck yes. What about you, Emily? What beautiful drink do you have? Um, <laughs> I just made myself a strawberry lemonade. Um, hard strawberry mm. lemonade spiked with vodka. So muddled some fresh strawberries, got some fresh lemon, got some fresh agave, uh, and then added a little bit of water and vodka. And it's very refreshing. 
We're having one of the hottest days of the summer here in Los Angeles today. It's like gotten up into the high 90s today. So it's time to uh, to get my lemonade stand on and spike it with some <laughs> yummy vodka. Sell some 25 cent spiked lemonade to the kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. That would be bad. And it would definitely be more than 25 cents. Thank you very much. <laughs> Also, kids are going to afford it, though. Come on, Emily. Yes, you're know right. Your Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah, you're like, it's, it's 25 cents this week. Next week, it's going to be five bucks. So that you just kind of <laughs> creep it up on them. There you go. What are we reading this week? Let's do it. Okay. It's time. It's time. Today, we're continuing on with Jeremiah. We have four chapters today. Whoa. We're reading 33, 34, 35, and 36. And then we're just going to be doing one psalm today, Psalm 50, because the reading's already a little bit long. If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Jeremiah 33-36. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Jeremiah chapter 33... Moreover, the word of Yahweh came to Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the guard. Okay, so second prison vision. Still That's still in prison. Difficult to say. Still locked up. Okay, he's never left prison? Yeah, he's still in prison, but this is the second Yahweh vision or auditory hallucination or, or whatever. Whatever it is, second message. Got it. Okay. Thus says Yahweh, who does it, comma, Oh, he does it. (laughs) He gets it done. Thus says Yahweh who does it, Yahweh who forms it to establish it, Yahweh is his name, colon. I see, that was all part of the intro. (laughs) Okay, we got it. Call to me and I will answer you and will show you great things and difficult which you don't know. For thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of this city and concerning the houses of the kings of Judah, which are broken down to make a defense against the mounds and against the sword. So I guess we've dismantled houses to make little barricades and stuff. Is that, hmm. is that what you're getting you hear from the people this? Sing. They're, they're putting on yeah. production of blame is. I see. They, you're right. Okay. Perfect. Also, who is he saying this to? Because he's in jail. So is he writing it down? Is no one getting to hear it, actually? Yahweh is saying this to Jeremiah while he's in jail. We don't know yet. Right, but is the implication now... Is he saying something through? Yeah, that Jeremiah is repeating this to people or writing this down or telling his little scribe, Tom Holland, to write all this down. (laughs) I mean, I was under the impression that we don't know, that right now we're just focused on the vision that he's receiving. Okay. And I'm assuming he must have told the scribe to write this down later on, but... Because here we are. Whether or not he's reciting it out loud is, is the not scribe in jail clear. with him? The scribe is oh. just sitting outside his jail cell. <laughs> yeah. He's being a good friend. <laughs> well, that's very nice of him. Wow. I hope he's getting paid for this. I doubt it, but, you know. I mean, he must be. In this economy, with Babylon invading and everything, I can't mm. imagine there's a lot of scribe jobs happening. Hmm. Indeed. Mm, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that means Jeremiah can get him for cheap if there's not a lot of jobs to be had. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. While men come to fight with the Chaldeans and to fill them with the dead bodies of men, 
whom I have killed in my anger and in my wrath. Good. And for all those wickedness, I have hid my face from this city. Okay. Okay. Not, okay. All right. Sure. Yahweh uh, killed Yahweh? people, I guess. Okay. I mean, I mean, we knew this, but I guess that's what he's talking about here. Yeah, I don't know. Colon. This is the second colon we've had now. Behold, I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure them, and I will reveal to them abundance of peace and truth. I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return and will build them as at the first. I will cleanse them from all their iniquity by which they have sinned against me, and I will pardon all their iniquities by which they have sinned against me and by which they have transgressed against me. Is there a difference between sinning and transgressing in this context? Apparently. Oh, goodness. Apparently a important enough distinction to mention them both. <laughs> huh. You sure he wasn't just trying to pad out the essay for word count? Mm, Potentially. Yeah. That's pretty... He thesaurus that yeah. and decided like, we're going to say this also. <laughs> yeah. This city shall be to me for a name of joy, for a praise and for a glory before all the nations of the earth, which shall hear all the good that I do to them and shall fear and tremble for all the good and for all the peace that I procure to it. They'll fear and tremble for all the good and peace. It's just so peaceful. Sure. sure. It's a little bit, it's like it's too quiet. Uh, it's too peaceful, uh, Yahweh. I can't trust yeah. this. I'm so traumatized by how you yeah. treated me for wow. centuries before this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, thus says Yahweh, colon. Okay, new, new thought, new paragraph. Thus says Yahweh, colon. Yet again, there shall be heard in this place about which you say it is waste, without man and without animal, even in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem that are desolate without man and without inhabitant and without animal, the voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who say, give thanks to Yahweh of hosts, for Yahweh is good and his loving kindness endures forever. And of them who bring sacrifices of thanksgiving into the house of Yahweh. For I will cause the captivity of the land to return as at the first, says Yahweh. Because it was so great before. What? <laughs> I, <laughs> as at the first? As at like the, the first, first ever? Like bef- Back in the old days. going to bring I you guess. to a pre-captivity time and it's going to be great. Oh, okay. Okay. Here's a question. I guess it'd be like the first when they first showed up in this land. Back when they were like divvying up Canaan so and stuff. Before, well, I guess that was probably a good time. Or like after uh, Egypt and stuff. That's what I would assume. After Egypt, but pre-occupation of Canaan, probably when they were like, ooh, we want that part, and we want that part, and we want that part, and we'll, we'll, we'll kill all the people who live there. It's fine. It belongs to us. But we want that one, and that one, and that one, and that one. I guess that's probably the last time that things were really good for the Israelites, mm-hmm. because since then, mm-hmm. it's been a lot of prophets and evil kings and Yahweh really not being a fan of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that part where Yahweh's like, I'm with you. This all belongs to you. Go kill some mofos mm-hmm. and take that land. Yeah. It's probably the high point. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. New, new paragraph from Yahweh. Thus says Yahweh of hosts. Again, colon. Yet again, shall there be in this place, which is waste without man and without animal and in all the cities of it, a habitation of shepherds causing their flocks to lie down in the cities of the hill country, in the cities of the lowland, and in the cities of the south, and in the land of Benjamin, and in the places about Jerusalem, 
And in the cities of Judah, shall the flocks again pass under the hands of him who numbers them, says Yahweh. Juice, you're on the NA or the non-NAV? The, this is just the world English. You're on the web. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's just different than drunkbiblestudy.com slash read. This comes up sometimes, but that was like yeah, quite different I, than what you just read. I think because the World English Bible is open source, there are some there's like, so many sources that are open and weird. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about though, because I was reading that from drunkbiblestudy.com slash read. Yes. Then where the heck were you? Verse 12. <laughs> Okay. It was very similar to verse 10, but not quite. And yes. No, I know. It was That's very why. similar. I repetition. thought you were going to... Yep. Yep. It's just repetition, which we should drink for, but it was not uh, identical. Before it was it not identical. Stuff, it was different. Yeah. It was not quite the same, but it started with the same thing about like without any man and without any animals and blah, blah, My blah, bad. blah, blah. Got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Continuing on. Uh, now, now I'm all lost. Sorry, the 13? Oh, you're right. Pass under the hands of him who numbers them, says Yahweh. So that's like the Shep, the Sheps. Yeah. The Sheps. Commander Shepherd. Yeah, Commander Shepherd, exactly. <laughs> Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will perform that good word which I have spoken concerning the house of Israel and concerning the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a branch, that's capital B, oh. branch, I will cause a branch of righteousness to grow up to David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. What? In those days shall Judah be saved, and Jerusalem shall dwell safely. And this is the name by which she shall be called, colon, Yahweh our righteousness. Hmm. I wonder what the actual Hebrew word is. Yeah. Yeah. Who's she? Why is David like doing things now (laughs) and like executing Uh commands on behalf of God? What's happening? Well, but you know, if he's talking about a branch of David, of course, the Christian interpretation is automatically going to be it's Jesus. It's always Jesus. Always. Jesus isn't around yet. So I have to think that it's David, God's one true love. Mm-hmm. Jace, do you have access to like any kind of like Hebrew Bible? I do. Yeah. So the the actual word. The complete Jewish Bible translates that name. So, and the name given to her will be Adonai Tzidkenu. Okay. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that. It's T-Z-I-D-K-E-N-U. Okay. Tzidkenu. And Adonai here, because in the complete Jewish Bible, they use Adonai instead of Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So... For thus says Yahweh, new paragraph again. For thus says Yahweh, colon, David shall never want a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel. Yeah, sure. Shall never want a man, as in like he shall never be lacking a man. Because I know sometimes mm. in old timey text, it's like, you know, to want for you'll something. You'll never want. Exactly. Yeah. You'll never want for right. anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Of course, David will never want for anything. He's God's special pet. He is David. Mm. He's King David. Yes, I, I think you're right. So I'm looking at the message here. And Eugene says, God has made it clear that there will always be a descendant of David ruling the people of Israel. Mm, so like okay. David will not want for, as in his family line, will not want for being on the throne. He's for never going to run out of okay. boys to be king. Yes, okay. But did Jesus have a kid? Well, that is, I mean, that's the whole plot of the Da Vinci Code, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. 
<laughs> okay, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Not getting distracted by that question. Neither <laughs> shall the priests... N- neither shall the priests, the Levites, want a man before me to offer burnt offerings. I could not parse that sentence. <laughs> neither so shall the also priests, the Levites, man before me to, want a man. Okay, as in there's always oh. going to be someone who's going to be offering stuff? There's always going to be a Levite who's the one offering uh, stuff, who's the, the no, in charge sad. of See, stuff. Yeah. For a second, I thought that like he was saying, I'm never going to not have a man to sacrifice. <laughs> Okay. To perform sacrifices. Yes. So, no, okay. But to like be sacrificed. Okay. So neither shall the priests, the Levites, want a man before me to offer burnt offerings and to burn meal offerings and to do sacrifice continually. Always going to be that. I thought they were over sacrifices. Right. Didn't he at one point be like, I'm sick of that? Yeah. No, no more. He's, he's back. He's I'll bet back. you. Okay. I think it was in the context of I am sick of that as long as you're continuing to also worship other gods. Right. But I don't it's want like your sacrifices. It doesn't it's feel fake. real. Yeah. Exactly. Got it. Okay. okay. The word of Yahweh came to Jeremiah saying, thus says Yahweh. Okay. So this is like a bigger paragraph break between the smaller paragraph breaks. Thus says Yahweh, colon, if you can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night so that there shall not be day and night in their season, then may also my covenant be broken with David, my servant. And he shall not have a son to reign on his throne and with the Levites, the priests, my ministers. No. Okay, no, but, but Jesus. he's... So, wait, hold on. So he's... No, no, no. He's giving like an impossible <laughs> task. Oh. <laughs> he's, right? He's like, and if I'm wrong, I'll eat my hat. Or I feel like that's the equivalent of like, if you can make it so that day and night don't happen, then I'll break my covenant oh. that David won't be my favorite boy and won't always have someone on the well, throne. That's, Never going to happen. What does Eugene say? Well, I was going to say that I think who kind of paraphrased this best, I'm forgetting now if it's Backstreet Boys or if it was NSYNC, but it's essentially that like, when winter comes in summer, when there's no more forever, when lies become the truth. And that's, you know, like, that's when I'll stop loving you. That's the right. chorus. Right. That it's would be like NSYNC. When, that was NSYNC. That's NSYNC. I don't yes. know. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's when I'll stop loving you. Right. That's like the whole thing of, it's like when this impossible thing happens, that's yeah. when I'll stop loving you. That was the so song Yahweh's I always saying, skipped. That was the song I always skipped on No Strings Attached. Personally, <laughs> it was just kind of a bummer. Clearly, I didn't skip it. So, <laughs> anyway. yeah, he knows it verbatim. Even now, even now, <laughs> got it. Even, even twenty years the later, songs of In Sync. Does he know <laughs> the number as great as the sky? I, anyway, uh, oh, as the host of the sky can't be numbered, neither the sand of the sea measured. So will I multiply the seed of David, my servant, and the Levites who minister to me. He's obsessed with David. Yes, the word of Yahweh came to Jeremiah saying, new big paragraph. Don't you consider what this people has spoken, saying the two families which Yahweh did choose, he has cast them off? Thus, do they despise my people, that they should be no more a nation before them? Thus, says Yahweh, colon, if my covenant of day and night fails, if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, then will I also cast away the seed of Jacob and of David my servant, so that I will not take of his seed to be rulers over the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For 
I will cause their captivity to return and will have mercy on them. The end. Cool. Great. That okay, chapter. good. <laughs> good. Lots of, lots of pro-David rhetoric, as always. Yeah, Definitely. I think Yahweh was starting a boy band, actually. Like, that's, <laughs> Got it. that's kind of the takeaway I'm going to have here. With David and yeah. Abraham, Isaac, Who? and Jacob. And the, the Levites also? Yeah, I was thinking it's, no, it's Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Isaac and, Jacob and, and David. Yahweh. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, I thought, I thought they were singing to David. David's like, uh, you know, when like One Direction does a music video and it's all five of the guys singing to the same woman. To the it's like that. Yeah. But they're, you're they're the all woman. singing to. Yeah, you are the woman. Oh, no. Sometimes there's a woman in the videos oh. too. And it is this weird, like, all five of these guys are singing. Okay. <laughs> okay I, I'm so okay, okay. to see what's going on here. <laughs> does that make God. Um, J.C. Chavez or Justin Timberlake? I think he's all of them. Probably Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah. He did have the most longevity. Well, but hold on. This is getting confusing, though, because is The Rock in the boy band? No, you're right. This is this is a new, different boy band. <laughs> Got it. Okay. With The Rock. That maybe it's sort of like a, a super group, right? So it's like The Rock, mm. Justin Timberlake, uh, J.C. Chavez, and... Um, who's who? Who else? Like Lance Bass could be in it too. Uh-huh. You know, we oh, can yeah, kind of pick good. and choose from different boy bands. All the bands. best boys together. Yeah, you just said boys. like three people from the same boy band. <laughs> no, Lance Bass is not from. Oh Ellis. yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Is he, he not? No. Yes, he, he is. He was. What? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah. Yes. yeah, Lance Bass is in sync. You're right. Yeah, I can never remember the names of any of the Backstreet Boys and Aaron Carter or uh, oh, Nick Carter. Yeah, Nick Carter. Yeah. that's the only one I know <laughs> okay. from 98 Degrees. Or he was oh, back no, okay. Boys. No, hold on, hold no. on. I need to. I'm <laughs> sorry. Anyways, we're, we need to keep going. This is not drunk boy band study. It is not. Okay, you're right. It could be. Right. It could be. It could be. It could be it could and that be. would be a great show. However. It actually would be a great show. It's drunk Bible study. So I'm going to keep reading the Bible. All right. Okay. Go. This is chapter 34. The word which came to Jeremiah from Yahweh when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and all his army, and all the kingdoms of the earth that were under his dominion, and all the peoples were fighting against Jerusalem and against all the cities of it, saying, okay, so he's setting the scene that this is like when we're under siege, basically. Right. Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, go and speak to Zedekiah, king of Judah, and tell him, Hmm. thus says Yahweh, behold, I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall burn it with fire. Cool. And you shall not escape out of his hand, Mm-mm. but shall surely be taken and delivered into his hand. And your eyes shall see the eyes of the king of Babylon, and he shall speak with you mouth to mouth, and you shall go to Babylon. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real bummer, mm. but you do get to make out with Nebuchadnezzar. Right. So. <laughs> sort of a bad news, good news kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have some deep longing looks into each other's eyes. Uh-huh. Yet, <laughs> mouth to mouth. hear the word of Yahweh, O Zedekiah, king of Judah. Thus says Yahweh concerning you, you shall not die by the sword. Wow. Oh, great. Nice. Like, what's behind door number two? <laughs> You shall die in peace. And with the burnings of your fathers, the former kings who were before you, so shall they make a burning for you, and they shall lament you, saying, Ah, Lord, for I have spoken the word, says Yahweh. Then Jeremiah the prophet spoke all these words to Zedekiah, king of Judah, in Jerusalem, when the king of Babylon's army was fighting against Jerusalem and against all the cities of Judah that were left, Mm -hmm. against Lachish and against Azekah, 
and these alone remained of the cities of Judah as fortified cities. Ooh, yeah, that was the only two cities left. Okay, so only two left. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yikes. The word that came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, after that, the king Zedekiah had made a covenant with all the people who were at Jerusalem to proclaim liberty to them, hmm. that every man should let his manservant and every man his maidservant, who is a Hebrew or a Hebrew-S, go free, that none should make bondservants of them, to wit, of a Jew, his brother. Now, this is very interesting. What is that? So, yeah. w- please explain. The, it seems that, that Zedekiah... Every, nobody's a slave. Yeah, Zedekiah is like, you know what? Let everyone go. Huh. If they're Hebrews. If they're Hebrews. They're, if they're not, basically saying, we don't give any craps. But if they're Hebrews... Right, you can... Yeah. Let them be free. That you can no longer have other Hebrews as your slaves is essentially the takeaway here. Wait, you can't Hebrew, you can't have a slave, a Hebrew person can't have a slave of another Hebrew person. Right. Or a Babylonian can't have a slave of a Hebrew person. Oh, no, Babylonian's got all kinds of slaves now. All kinds of slaves. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Technically, I think we're all slaves of the Babylonians at this point. Okay. Okay. Right. I think so. Yeah. That's fascinating, though. Like, okay. Why is he dictating that? I guess because he can at this point. Maybe we should look more into that. Yeah. I think, yeah, we should look into this, but perhaps this is one of those things where we've now kind of changed a policy that's going to last into the future of like Hebrews mm. can't kind of like sell themselves as bond servants to other Hebrews anymore. Like you can't, because remember, you used to be able to kind of do that where you could sell, to pay off a debt. You could sort of sell yourself or a child kind of into service to another person to pay a mm. debt. Yeah. That maybe it's mm. like, actually, that we're not going to do that policy anymore. Okay. Because now we're all slaves, and so let's minimize the double slavery for our people. Mm -hmm. Right. Good. Good. All the princes and all the people obeyed who had entered into the covenant, that everyone should let his manservant and everyone his maidservant go free, that none should make bondservants of them anymore. They obeyed and let them go. But afterwards, they turned and caused the servants and the handmaids whom they had let go free to return and brought them into subjugate, subjection for servants and for handmaids. So they're like, just kidding. Oh. I can't clean my own Whoa. house. What are you talking about? What? Gosh. Oh my goodness. Gosh, it's like okay. that documentary, A Day Without a Mexican. I'm not familiar with that one. Everyone's just like, no, no, we can't. Yeah, it's, yeah, the whole premise of the documentary is kind of like if we actually didn't have any of these very low-paid immigrant workers, how everything would fall apart. And so we should. Got it actually treat them as much more importantly than we do. Hmm. That's the whole point. Okay. Okay. Therefore, the word of Yahweh came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, saying, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, I made a covenant with your fathers in the day that I brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, saying, At the end of seven years, you shall let go every man his brother who is a Hebrew, who has been sold to you and has served you six years. You shall let him go free from you. But your fathers didn't listen to me, neither inclined their ear. So this was connected to Jubilee, right? Which yeah. is when all debts Uh-oh. would be forgiven. Yeah. And also, I guess, also all Hebrew slaves would be let go. Um, or servants, people who are, you know, indentured servants trying to work off their debt. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it was like so the student loan forgiveness of 
ancient Israel. Right. Every seven years, yeah. Yes. They would do that. But but it would be nice if they did that here. But they didn't do it. Mm. But they didn't do mm-hmm. it, which is what kind of matches up with what we ended up finding researching it was this thing of like, yeah, this got set up and it seems like it's never actually ever been practiced. So this mm. is Yahweh being like, Hey, remember this thing I told you to do? So you haven't been doing it. <laughs> Why aren't y'all doing it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are now turned and had done that which is right in my eyes in proclaiming liberty every man to his neighbor. And you had made a covenant before me in the house, which is called by my name. But you turned and profaned my name and caused every man his servant and every man his handmaid, whom you had let go free at their pleasure to return. And you brought them into subjection to be to you for servants and for handmaids. Mm -hmm. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, you have not listened to me to proclaim liberty every man to his brother and every man to his neighbor. Behold, I proclaim to you a liberty, says Yahweh, to the sword, ah. to the pestilence, ah. and to the famine. Oh, he really zinged him there. Oh, oh gosh. boy. Here we go. Here we go. Can I, read you, can I read you Eugene's version of that? It's really good. Definitely. Oh, it's really Please good. Please do. Please do. <laughs> you have not obeyed me and set your brothers and sisters free. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set you free. God's decree. Free to get killed in war or by disease or by starvation. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, God. Dang. Oh, man. (sighs) I mean, this is one point where I'm like, yeah, fair, you know? Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's fair. And I will make you to be tossed back and forth among all the kingdoms of the earth. I will give the men who have transgressed my covenant, who have not performed the words of the covenant which they made before me, when they cut the calf in two and passed between the parts of it. Yeah, way back. The princes of Judah. I forgot about that. And the princes of Jerusalem, <laughs> the eunuchs and the priests and all the people of the land who passed between the parts of the calf. I will even give them into the hand of their enemies and into the hand of those who seek their life, and their dead bodies shall be for food to the birds of the sky and to the animals of the earth. This is the Yahweh we know and love. Yeah. He's back. Welcome back. Hey, Yaz. He's going to free their candy asses to get pummeled. (laughs) Zedekiah, king of Judah, and his princes will I give into the hand of their enemies and into the hand of those who seek their life and into the hand of the king of Babylon's army who have gone away from you. Behold, I will command, says Yahweh, and cause them to return to this city, and they shall fight against it and take it and burn it with fire, and I will make the cities of Judah a desolation without inhabitant. The end. Wow. It feels comforting wow. being back here again. Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's like, very angry. I felt very angry. Ironically, it kind of is the devil you know. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I was feeling a little bit uncomfortable with this whole peace and rainbows, Yahweh. And now it's like, okay, I think, we're back. I think it's just because you're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. Always. Yeah. You're like, it's going to come yeah. back at some point. Just when? Mm-hmm. When is it? And, and here we are. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Lovely. Beautiful. All right. It is time. We are halfway through. We've got two more chapters to read and then a psalm. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show. The best thing that you can do is to just tell your friends. We would love to have more people come hang out with us and read this, this wild, wild and zany book. And we would love it if you could share it with your friends on social media or in person. Write us nice reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you write things, you know, maybe on your blog, on your 
podcast review blog. Uh, that's probably a good place also. Anyway, if you also are able to contribute some uh, financial support to this show to help us pay for our hosting, maybe eventually to even you know go on a tour someday when the world opens up, we would love your support with that. And to do that, to go to patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And there you can become one of our parishioners. As a thank you for that, we have things like a personal toast to you on the show, as well as early releases of episodes and photos and drink recipes for all of Emily's beautiful drinks every week. And it goes a long way to support us and help to keep this show growing. And we're back, everyone. Let's move on to chapter 35. The word which came to Jeremiah from Yahweh in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, go to the house of the Rechabites. Re- yeah. Have we met them before? I don't know if we have. Rechabite? Rechabite does not sound familiar to me. No. Yeah. Yeah. So these random people that are new and speak to them and bring them into the house of Yahweh into one of the chambers and give them wine to drink. They're going to love it. Oh, okay. Is this going to be for good or for evil? Like we're giving them wine to drink to take advantage of them or giving them wine to drink to have a party. Mm. And it's going to be great. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Let's see. I was going to, I thought that it was going to be like, here's some wine and now you're, I don't know. Uh, love Yahweh? I don't know. Like, what is oh, it? Oh, like we're trying to proselytize to them. Okay. It, essentially, mm. yes. That's where I went with it. Okay. Okay. I uh, Okay. So yeah, wine to drink. Then I took, wait. Oh, this is weird. This is a weird like change of tense or whatever. It says, then I took Jazaniah. Hold on, Jazaniah. Hold on. Jazz hands. Jazaniah. Exactly. The son of Jeremiah, the son of Habazaniah, and his brothers, and all his sons, and the whole house of the Rebekites. And I brought them into the house of Yahweh, into the chamber of the sons of Hanah, the son of Igdaliah, the man of God, who was by the chamber of the princes, which was above the chamber of Messiah, Messiah, the son of Shalom, the keeper of the threshold. I don't know what's happening. So, okay, I took so all he's these like, guys. All these guys, yes. To this place. Ja, ja, Jazz and I. Jazz and I. Jazz and I. And Hab is an I and his brothers and his sons and a bunch of people. Well, just, no, just Jazz and I and his brothers and oh. sons. It's Jazz okay. and I, son of Jeremiah, son of Habazaniah. Got it. Okay. But Jazz and I is the guy. Okay, Jazz and I. Him and all his okay. brothers and sons have been brought to this very particular conference room Chamber. that I think was named after a wealthy donor like in you know a lot of big <laughs> hotels and stuff like that or got it okay got it got it I, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on <laughs> okay okay it's just weird because initially it was kind of like okay God is saying this through Jeremiah and then it went back to like Jeremiah yeah no Jeremiah is like now okay then now I'm gonna do it yeah so Yahweh okay. gave the command okay. and Jeremiah is following through unless okay unless this I is the scribe are we suddenly getting first-person perspective from the scribe? Because <laughs> the scribe is also the executive assistant in the midst of all this. Right. And Jeremiah is technically in jail. So the scribe's like, oh, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. I'll also pick up your dry cleaning at the same time. <laughs> yeah, he loves him. So 
I set before the sons of the house of the Rebekites, Rechabites, Rechabites, bowls full of wine, just giant bowls of wine, and cups. And I said to them, drink your wine. But they said, they they said, (laughs) we will drink no. They said. They said. Said, we won't drink no wine. We will drink no wine. (laughs) (laughs) For Jonadab. Oh, Dab, yes. Good. Is that Dab? Yeah. Dab. The son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, saying, You shall drink no wine, neither you nor your sons, forever. Whoa. Uh. Neither shall you build house, nor sow seed, nor plant vineyard, nor have any, but all your days shall dwell in tents, that you may live many days in the land of which you sojourn. We have obeyed the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, and all that he charged us to drink no wine all our days, we, our wives, our sons, or our daughters, nor to build houses for us to dwell in, neither have we vineyard, nor field, nor seed. That's funny. It's like vineyarded or fielded or seeded, but uh-huh. it's just vineyard or field or seed. But we have lived in tents and have obeyed and done according to all that Jonadab, our father, commanded us. So this is interesting. It's like this is a little subset of a family slash tribe that are, it sounds like essentially nomads. Like, why do we care? Yeah, why do we care They've they've taken some kind of vow where not only are they not going to drink any wine, but they're also not going to have a house and not going to have property or fields that they're just going to be nomadic moving around. Fascinating. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no houses, no fields, and no drinking either. So no, sad. They couldn't like real bummer exist on this show yeah, very well. No. Couldn't yeah. No. They would not make this show. But it happened when Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, came up into the land that we said, "Come and let us go to Jerusalem for fear of the army of the Chaldeans and for fear of the army of the Syrians." So we dwell at Jerusalem. Then came mm. the word of Yahweh yeah. to Jeremiah. See, that's that's the setup, right? Where they're like. Yeah, so, you know, our father's father, whoever told us to not build houses and have fields. And so when Nebuchadnezzar's coming, we were just like, hey, what if we went somewhere else? So that's where we are now. Here's our forwarding <laughs> address. Like, that's kind of... <laughs> Love it. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Then came the word of Yahweh to Jeremiah saying, thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, go and tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem Will you not receive instruction to listen to my words, says Yahweh? The words of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, that he commanded his sons not to drink wine are performed. And to this day they drink none, for they obey their father's commandment. But I have spoken to you, rising up early and speaking, and you have not listened to me. Okay, so this is all just another freaking visual aid, another Correct. object yeah. lesson. Now Except he's getting for, other yeah. people involved in his visual boys. aids. Like, I'm going to bring in this whole tribe of people yes. to show you just how good they are mm-hmm. at honoring tradition and listening to bad boys. Yeah. Y'all exactly, are. and listening yep. to their dads. How good they are at listening mm-hmm. to dads. Yeah. I have sent also to you all my servants, the prophets, Mm. rising up early and sending them, saying, Return you now every man from his evil way and amend your doings. And don't go after other gods to serve them, and you shall dwell in the land which I have given to you and your fathers. But you have not inclined your ear nor listened to me, because the sons of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, have performed the commandment of their father which he commanded them. But this people has not listened to me. Therefore, thus, says Yahweh, I think at this point, the God of hosts. Sorry, I think at this point, like all these 
these Rechabites are just still sitting there like, uh, so can we, I, did you want, so are we, are we hanging out? Is this a party? We can't drink wine, but we're okay to hang out. You invited us over because you wanted to hang out, right? Like, right. Is oh, going to be just, dancing or? You're just using oh. us. You're just you're using, just using us. us. Oh, you're using us. Good. Clearly. Good. Okay. Let's never come to Jerusalem again. Yeah. This place is the worst. Can I read to you the just oh, some beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. translation work by Eugene here? Please. Mm-hmm. So this was, I'm going back a few verses here, but he says, I sent prophet after prophet to you, all of them my servants, to tell you from early morning to late at night to change your life, make a clean break with your evil past and do what is right. Not to take up with every Tom, Dick, and Harry of a God that comes down the pike. <laughs> Tom, wow. Dick, and Harry of a God. Dick, and Harry God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all. I just didn't want us to miss out on that. I love it. Okay, thank Beautiful you. Beautiful. Wow, line. I love it. I love it so much. Okay. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will bring on Judah and on all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the evil yep. that I have pronounced against them because I have spoken to them and they have not heard. And I have called to them and they have not answered. Jeremiah said to the house of the Rechabites, thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, because you have obeyed the commandment of Jehonadab, your father, and kept all his precepts. 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 Yep. Yep. Precepts. Precepts. Uh And done according to all that he commanded you. Therefore, thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, Jehonadab, the son of Rechab, shall not want a man to stand before me forever. What? So he's saying, Jonadab and the Rechabites are good. They're cool. They're with me. They get my stamp of approval. Yeah, you're always going to be in my service. You shall not want for being in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, great, cool. <laughs> they're like, we're going to go. <laughs> cool. Are they like even into God? Do they like God? Are they like, or are they just like random? That is a question. I did write them down. I want to look that up in the bonus because I don't know. Are are these a subset of the Hebrews or this a Yeah, is yeah, this yeah a these totally are fellow different... Hebrews for sure. Oh, they are? Okay. Okay. I, I okay. thought that was clear. Uh, no. Nothing is clear, okay. Jace. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We'll look into it. But I'm, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're also just another kind of subset of the Hebrew tribe. Okay. 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 Are we ready for this? Well, that was it. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. Jeremiah. Chapter 36, it happened in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, that this word came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, saying, Take a scroll of a book. Oh boy, more object lessons. Take a scroll of a book. And let's be honest, it's going to be Tom Holland running around. Just any book? Grabbing all these office supplies for this object Mm, lesson. Yeah, you're right. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, take a scroll of a book. I'm still a little confused about what that means. Is it a scroll? Is it a book? I don't know. I think books and were write, scrolls at this time in history. They were the same. I see. It's why it's in Japanese, books are, book. books are called a hone, which is a long cylindrical object still. Hmm. Right, so, right. yeah, because hmm. that was our first form of book. Okay. Take a scroll of a book. This one's a real scroll of a book, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and write therein all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and against Judah and against all the nations from the day I spoke to you, from the days of Josiah, even to this day. It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I purpose to do to them, that they may return every man from his evil ways, that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Then 
Jeremiah called Baruch. This is the scribe. Baruch is the scribe. Oh. Yes. oh. Then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of Yahweh, which he had spoken to him on a scroll of a book. This very one. I added that last part. Is it? Is it this very one? I think that's what we're supposed to be understanding, right? Oh, okay. Wait, it, it, has Baruch come in before this? I think so. He, has he he's been got introduced? a name drop before. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Jeremiah commanded Baruch, saying, I am shut up. I can't go into the house of Yahweh. Therefore, go you and read in the scroll which you have written from my mouth the words of Yahweh in the ears of the oh. people in Yahweh's house on the fast day. This is, wait, what's a fast day? Oh, oh, when you fast. Yes. It's not like the day itself is faster than right. other days. Yes, correct. It's like Tuesdays are just, they go really fast. I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, blink of an eye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So he's sending Baruch out now to be like, hey, I'm still in jail. So can you go out and like read this to people? That answered my question from earlier. It was like, how is this happening? How are people getting the word of God through Jeremiah? Here it is. It's Baruch. Baruch. It was Baruch the whole time. It was Baruch all along. (laughs) The real Jeremiah was the Baruch we made along the way. Uh, (laughs) Therefore, uh, yeah, go you and read it on the fast day. And also you shall read them in the ears of all Judah who come out of their cities. It may be they will present their supplication before Yahweh and will return everyone from his evil way. For great is the anger and the wrath that Yahweh has pronounced against his people. Baruch, the son of Neriah, did according to all that Jeremiah the prophet commanded him, reading in the book the words of Yahweh in Yahweh's house. Now, it happened in the fifth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, in the ninth month, that all the people in Jerusalem And all the people who came from the cities of Judah to Jerusalem proclaimed a fast before Yahweh. Hmm. Then read Baruch in the book, the words of Jeremiah in the house of Yahweh, in the chamber of Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, the scribe. Another scribe. Scribe on scribe action. In the upper court at the entry of the new gate of Yahweh's house in the ears of all the people. When, okay, when Micaiah, Micaiah, when Micaiah, the son of Gamariah, the son of Shaphan, had heard out of the book all the words of Yahweh, he went down into the king's house, into the scribe's chamber, and behold, all the princes were sitting there, to wit, Elishamah, the scribe, and Deliah, the son of Shemaiah, and El-Nathan, the son El Nathan, <laughs> El Nathan, the son of Achbor, and Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, and Zedekiah, the son of Hananiah, and all the princes. Then, Hananiah. Okay, so just the whole cast of characters, Everybody's all the there. princes sitting around. So many people, everyone's here. Then, Micaiah declared to them all the words that he had heard when Baruch read the book in the ears of the people. Therefore, all the princes sent Jehudi. The Who? <laughs> Jehudi? Jehudi. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> Jehudi, the son of Nethaniah, the son of Shelemiah, the son of Cushi, to Baruch. Oh, this saying, is okay. I just. 
You just, yeah. I'm glad I'm not reading them. Can you them imagine? Is all I can say. In this day and age, every single time no. we're referring to somebody, we have to give four generations mm-hmm. to clarify yeah. who they are. Does that mean there are only five names floating around, and therefore we really need to make it clear who is the grandson of who? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just that Clearly these are important no. people, and so oh, okay. we need to so kind of clarify. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so so in any case. <clears throat> they they told Jehudi, the son of all these people, mm-hmm. to they sent him to Baruch saying, Take in your hand the scroll in which you have read in the ears of the people and come. So Baruch, the son of Neriah, took the scroll in his hand and came to them. They said to him, Sit down now and read it in our ears. <laughs> not in our face. Did he whisper? <laughs> not in Did our mouth. Not in, in our, our nose. Ears? Not in our eyes. Psst, psst, psst. Right, right, right there in the ear hole. Just right up right, in there. Just, right, right there. Just Ever whisper. So in our ears. Just yeah. nuzzle yeah, your yeah, little yeah. nose whisper. up against our neck and just right in the ear hole. So Baruch read it in their ears. Now, oh, it sure happened. Good job, Baruch. <laughs> <laughs> now it happened. When they had heard all the words, they turned in fear one toward another and said to Baruch, we will surely tell the king all these words. They asked Baruch, saying, Tell us now, how did you write all these words at his mouth? <laughs> I just sat there and transcribed what he said from inside his cell. Are they asking the end. him to teach them how to write? Are they like, how did you write? How did how you did write? Oh, maybe. He's got a really like special skill that uh-huh. not a lot of people at that point had. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, how did you write all these words in his mouth? Then Baruch answered them. He pronounced all these words to me with his mouth, and I wrote them with ink in the book. Oh really? God. Literally. Literally. Yes. Oh, round I mean, of applause for Baruch. Beautiful. He's just like, oh saying my God. These freaking rich people. No. Or maybe he's just like being really adorable about it. And he's like, well, this is how everyone. Mm, I kind of like Salty I listened, Baruch. And I wrote it down. I think Salty Baruch is more funny. No, but like Tom Holland is so cute. He is, but he oh, could yeah. also be a little bit cute salty at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, we can give it, we can stretch, stretch his horizons <laughs> as an actor. There you go. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Oh, this is too good. I, I freaking love this. Whew. Oh, He pronounced all these words to me with his mouth, and I wrote them with ink in the book. (laughs) Then said the princess to Baruch, Go, hide you, you and Jeremiah, and let no man know where you are. They went into the king, into the court, but they had laid up the scroll in the chamber of Elishama the scribe, and they told all the words in the ears of the king. So the king sent Jehudi to get the scroll, and he took Jehudi. it and he took it out of the chamber of Elishama the scribe. Jehudi read it in the ears of the king and in the ears of all the princes who stood beside the king. Now, the king was sitting in the winter house oh. in the ninth month. Oh, wow, nice. He has a winter house and a summer house. He has a winter house. That's fun. That's nice. Yeah. Okay, yes. Now, the king was sitting in the winter house in the ninth month, and there was a fire in the brazier burning before him. It happened when Jehudi had read three or four leaves that the king cut it with the penknife and cast it 
into the fire that was in the brazier. No. no. Until all the scroll was consumed in the fire <gasps> that was in the brazier. Oh, he's so upset. It was the lost scroll. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Became lost. He was really not happy about that. They were not afraid, nor tore their garments, neither the king nor any of his servants who heard all these words. Oh, he's just like, this is BS. Get this out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Not into it. Moreover, El Nathan and Deliah and Gamaria had made intercession to the king that he would not burn the scroll, but he would not hear them. Oh, poor Baruch. When Baruch finds out, he's going to be like, oh my God, do you know how much ink I had to use? I've had the worst writer's cramp this weeks. The king commanded Jeramiel, the king's son, and Sariah, the son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, the son of Abdeel, to take Baruch the scribe and Jeremiah the prophet, but Yahweh hid them. Oh, so they, the princes okay. knew that right. this could happen, I think. Yes, okay. Yeah. So the princes are like, they know what's up. Yeah, they knew this was a risk. Then, the word of Yahweh came to Jeremiah. After that, the king had burned the scroll and the words which Baruch wrote at the mouth of Jeremiah, saying, Take again another scroll. And write in it all the former words oh, no. that were in the first scroll. Oh, no. Poor Baruch. He was like, but I, I literally, di- he dictated it and I wrote it down. Yeah, Baruch's like, you know, you know there's a surcharge for copying, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't Aww. make copies of my scrolls, okay? Wow, It's okay. a one and done thing. Poor Baruch. Yeah, so write in it all the former words that were in the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, has burned. Concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, you shall say, thus says Yahweh, colon, you have burned this scroll, saying, why have you written therein, saying, the king of Babylon shall certainly come and destroy this land and shall cause to cease from there man and animal. Therefore, thus says Yahweh concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, he shall have none to sit on the throne of David and his dead body shall be cast out in the day to the heat and in the night to the frost. I will bring him and his seed and his servants for their iniquity, and I will bring on them and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem and on the men of Judah all the evil that I have pronounced against them. But they didn't listen. Then, so, okay. So remember earlier, like a couple chapters ago, there was something about Yahweh wanting Jeremiah to tell the king you're going to get captured, but you're not going to get killed. You're going to die yes. peacefully. Yes. I think yeah. this is the like, mm, okay, you lost like, your chance. Never mind. Oh, no. Yeah. He's like, actually, just yep. kidding. Yeah. Then took Jeremiah another scroll and gave it to Baruch the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote therein from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the book, which Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had burned in the fire. And there were added, besides to them, many like words. I'm sorry. What does that mean? <laughs> like, uh, this king sucks. Yeah. He's the <laughs> worst. Notes in the margin. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, actually, while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. And there were added besides to them many like words. What does the message say about this whole incident? What does the message say? It says... At Jeremiah's dictation, he again wrote down everything that Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had burned in the fire. There were also generous additions, but of the same kind of thing. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Wait, does it say but like, of the same kind of thing? That was the best you could do, Eugene? Yeah, that's that's like, Eugene. It wasn't an exact copy, but trust me, this version was better than the last one. It was better. That, it was a lot better. That now that we had best. some time to revise it and like add in all the other afterthoughts, like it was way better. Just trust me. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Eugene. Okay. It's <laughs> amazing. Okay. Wow. What a story. Oh, boy. Wow. What a story. And that's story. it. And that's that's yeah. that's the end of chapter 36. Oh my goodness. I, I'm really happy we had a nice chunky part for Tom Holland. Yeah, yes, finally. He got to a lot there. <laughs> yeah, we do have um, a psalm. Yes, to do. we do. Yes. We have a psalm. And yeah. now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS reads some psalms. Psalm 50. Now, do we have a title for this? Because my version doesn't have a title. It just my, says, A Psalm yeah. by Asaph. So we're not on the Sons of Korah anymore. It's no longer That's a fun Mumford and Sons we're concert. Not, we're not coring yeah. no. at the moment. Okay. Right. It's Asaph, whoever that is. The mighty one, God, Yahweh, speaks and calls the earth from sunrise to sunset. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silent. A fire devours before him. It is very tempestuous around him. <laughs> he calls to the heavens above, to the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant with my, me by sacrifice. The heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Selah. Hear my people, and I will speak, Israel, and I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I don't rebuke you for your sacrifices. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I have no need for a bull from your stall, nor male goats from your pens. For every animal of the forest is mine, and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the mountains. The wildest animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all that is in it. Will I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Pay your vows to the Most High. Wait, that's weird. He was like, I don't need your sacrifice. No, sacrifice. <laughs> sacrifice to me. Well, Do it. Offer to God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Maybe he's saying like, it's the... It's the thought that counts more than the actual <laughs> stuff. It. He's like, I don't need okay. the stuff, but the, but the the Thanksgiving part, that's the part that I, that I need. Okay. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. But to the wicked, God says, what right do you have to declare my statutes that you have taken my covenant to your lips? Seeing you hate instruction and throw my words behind you. <laughs> throw those in the garbage. Just throw them away. When you saw a thief, you consented with him and have participated with adulterers. You give your mouth to evil. You harness your tongue for deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. <laughs> you have done these things and I kept silent. You thought that the I am, quote, quotation, I am, was just like you. I will rebuke you and accuse you in front of your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, lest I tear you to pieces and there be none to deliver. 
whoever offers the sacrifice of thanksgiving glorifies me and prepares his way so that I will show God's salvation to him. That was dun, dun, really dun. dark. Yeah, Asaph, <laughs> Asaph coming out of nowhere with a much, Calm down, much Asaph. darker psalm. I miss the sons of Korah. Yeah. Yeah. I miss David, for goodness <laughs> sakes. At least it was like all roses and bunnies with David. And Korah was like, God, 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 we're gonna sing about God. And this guy was like, God is gonna kill all y'all. <laughs> I don't need your goat's Ooh. blood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need you. Maybe this was like the hard metal version, the yeah. heavy metal version of a psalm was Asaph. Yeah, maybe that's what Asaph's deal is that is that they're the the heavy metal. So maybe we'll we'll look into getting some better psalm music <laughs> for Asaph in the future. <laughs> we, is he gonna be like our thing for a while? Or uh, it doesn't look the next one is is written by David. So Oh, David's yeah. back. David is back. You know, I need a little David so in I think my life. It's gonna be switched up for a little while. Yeah, here. Asaph, I think, wrote a few psalms. There's also a theory that Asaph might be kind of a whole tribe, like a whole lineage of people descended mm. from one person, or that maybe it was a style of music. Uh, heavy metal, obviously. Uh, uh-huh. So, so yeah, it will come back a little bit, but not a ton. Not a ton of psalms. Okay. Okay. Mm. Wow. Well, should we bring her home, Dedeker? Yes, we should. So we have a toast Woo! to our yeah. new patron, uh, Denise I think that's how I pronounce your name, Denise. Your name is spelled D-A-N-Y-S-E. So I'm pretty sure you know who you are out there. I don't think there's a lot of you, but we want to toast you. Thank you so much for supporting our show and becoming our newest patron. Woo! Whoa. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Leia, for that awesome (laughs) fun fun song. Wow, good Ooh. job, Denise, for being so inspiring that we get a whole new music mm-hmm. cue just for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well done. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know